0: unbillable hour community table where real lawyers from all around the country with real issues they are dealing with right now meet together virtually to present their questions to Christopher T. Anderson, lawyer and law firm management consultant. New questions every episode and none of it scripted. The real conversations happen here. Our episode today is an extended conversation with an attorney who is figuring out who her next hire should be for her growing, but cash-strapped firm.
1: We are amazingly fortunate today to have two guests. One is a repeat guest, and uh, we're gonna see him again in the future. That's Rob Leitner. Rob has been working with law firms uh, to help them with their with their business and to grow in a variety of ways. Uh, for Rob, for how long have you been doing that? About 10, 12 years now. 10, 12 years. And uh, then also Philip Fairley, is joining us and uh, Philip is with the Rainmaker Institute. And uh, Philip is the CEO of the Rainmaker Institute. Philip's passion is really also helping uh, law firm owners to grow their businesses. Um, he really attacks it um, with this business on the marketing end and helping them to understand through really effective, uh, it's like a CRM and effective reporting tools um, to understand where their leads are coming from. Help them maximize those leads. Help them to, you know, be constantly in touch with those leads. And uh, Phillips uh, was a guest on the Unbelievable Hour recently, and so we invited him to be be on the show as well. What I'm going to do is I'll I'm going to facilitate. I may answer some. I may toss them to Rob. Toss them to Philip to see where the uh, substance of the question is. You know, where 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 you're where you're headed with it.
2: I think I'm finally getting in a place where I'm seeing the growth that I need to see with my firm. But I'm looking at hiring, what is my next best hire? So currently it's myself and I have a part-time attorney. I have a paralegal, a newly hired legal assistant, a part-time legal assistant. Have two different practice areas, personal injury. I have a full-time legal assistant for that and social security, a part-time legal assistant. I fired a receptionist maybe three weeks ago, so I know I need to replace that position because the intake person, the one that's in Argentina, is handling incoming phone calls as well as intake, making it a little bit more difficult for her to keep up with actual intake and following up to see if contracts have been signed. I really need assistance. Like The the part-time attorney does personal injury along with the paralegal and the full-time legal assistant. I'm handling social security by myself. And then I have the part-time legal assistant who works Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 9 to 2. He knows Social Security like the back of his hand because he was employed there for 36 years, was a manager mm-hmm. for about 18 of those years. Mm-hmm. But he really doesn't want to work, but he's helping me out because, you know, he's retired.
1: Right. How, how did you convince him to help you out?
2: Because I, I begged and pleaded. He was my, He was my boss. And I was like, look, I need some help. Temporarily, I need some help. And he can only make a certain amount of money because he's retired and receiving retirement benefits. So it's, but I'm thinking that if, if I get rid of him, then I could bring in, I I really think I need a a full-time or maybe two full-time legal assistance strictly for social security. We have roughly about one, no about 200 social security claims. Maybe I can split the alphabet with two different legal assistants or should I just use the, Legal assistant that's full-time that's assisting with the personal injury claims, use her for Social Security because really what she's doing is requesting medical records and sending out subrogation letters. Should I just hire a medical records clerk, maybe, instead of another legal assistant and just have that person to strictly request and follow up with medical records for both personal injury and Social Security? Like, I'm trying to figure out what would be the better next hire after the receptionist. A
1: couple questions I've got. So, you, you started the conversation with we're growing. I, I want to remember what you said. We're growing, but we want to grow more. Like, where, where are you? Where do you want to be?
2: So, last year we grossed about 710. Of course, this year the goal is a million one, 000, $1 000 on the run rate right now for maybe 800. So, we, we are growing. We're using Google LSA and Google Ads to get the leads. But I'm still heavily in production. So I don't have the time to run the reports and check. Let me not say that I don't have the time because I can make the time, but I am trying to juggle the practice and as well, you know, grow the business continually. I want to do webinars. I want to network. I want to get out and be seen and be visible, whereas, you know, all of the firms that are here in my area are. So I want to make that. Dash out of production to be able to grow even more. So I have a lot of sleepless nights because yeah. I'm trying to do everything.
1: Of the 800 run rate now, how does that break down um, between PI and Social Security?
2: I would say last year probably 80% PI, 20%. As far as the revenues are concerned,
1: right? I would, you, that's a great segue to my follow up question because we, as we know. Social security is a a work now, get paid later um, model, right? And sometimes a lot later. What is your average time before payment on a new case?
2: For social security, about 16 months. For PI, between seven and eight.
1: So you've, I mean, the the bad news here, right, is that you've chosen two practice areas that don't really complement each other as far as cash flow is concerned. They're both cash sucks, which unless you have substantial capital to hand, is a speed limit on growth, right? Because you, if if you push your marketing really hard, you can grow broke. To use uh, Vern Hardish's words, you just grow the business too fast, and you'll you'll grow broke because you have to invest for every new case. You're actually investing money a long time before you see that money. The good news is that these co- two practice areas are relatively complementary, as you've already stated. You can a lot of the back end work is similar as far as needing to work up your client's history, what the, in one on one hand, what the injuries are, what, they, on the other hand, what the disability is, but, you know, very much um, complementary as far as, you know, you need medical records people, you need a paralegal that can do both. You know, as to where to hire next, I mean, what jumped out at me, and, and then I'm going to toss this over, is that I think you may be looking in the wrong place, and that's with, if you're not freed up, Pretty soon, you're not going to be able to do anything but your digital marketing if you're already not already there. And that's a dangerous place to be because digital marketing um, is, is a very one-tiered approach, right? And, and we're all at the whims in the digital marketing world of what Google decides to do with their algorithm today, tomorrow, the next day. And, you know, we, have, we work with folks that, you know, just see what volume was down 50% for this week. Don't know why. Right there's no real explanation as we're the same or whatever, and then they've got to figure that out. And if they don't, if you don't have another one, maybe two other marketing channels that aren't identical, like you know, just some other digital search, um, then that's going to be a headache. And you've already identified things that you can be doing if you're not swamped in production, if you're not swamped and being kept from being the strategic leader of the business. So I'm going to ask one more question, then I am going to toss it. The paralegal that you have, the full-time paralegal, it, that's doing mostly PI right now, how much of their available time, of their capacity, is occupied right now? Are they, are they running at full capacity? Do you feel like they've got extra capacity? What, what's your sense of it?
2: No extra capacity. When we fired the PI, Legal assistant a couple of months ago, there were 160 tasks that were outstanding that needed to be done. So again, the new legal assistant just started last week. So she's still in onboarding, still in training, but we got to get her up to speed to help the paralegal. The PI attorney is now part-time because she is doing contract work elsewhere, which is helping with our cash flow. You know, we're still in a cash crunch, but us cutting her salary in half. Helps with the cash flow where we're able to make payroll more so without the
1: struggle. Yeah, helps with the cash flow today, but it's gonna probably lengthen the amount of time to get paid on cases and hurt cash flow down the road, right? So it has you squeeze here, it comes out here because what it ends up in PI, you know, there's some there's some time you can't break. You you know you gotta you can't reduce it to one day, right? You can't reduce it past a certain point. But you certainly, by not being on top of it, not pressing the cases really hard, you can let that timeline get longer. And there's almost certainly at six to seven months, as an, or seven to eight months, you said, as an average, there's probably room to improve that. So yeah, short-term cash flow, I mean, listen, you gotta be able to make, make payroll, you gotta pay the lights. But uh, by the same token, we have to be careful not to, Make short term decisions that have long term impact on your growth um, and your ability to reach your goals. Delegate out those tasks that take up your time. Staffy can help you with your legal, administrative, marketing, and even client facing workload. Hiring Staffy's top notch bilingual virtual staff means Staffy does the recruiting, hiring, and training for you. Then, if you need a change, Staffy handles it. You get to concentrate on your strategic work schedule a free consultation at staffy.cc that's S-T-A-F-I.cc, and get $500 off with code happy24 Law Clerk's nationwide network of talented freelance lawyers is trusted by thousands of law firms solo attorneys and firms can get help with the project-based work and also ongoing work via a subscription sign up is free and there are no monthly fees you only pay when you delegate work plus Law Clerk has a new app for your mobile device to help you manage the work you've delegated while you're on the go. Be sure to use referral code UNBILLABLE when you sign up at lawclerk.legal. Philip, what do you want to ask?
0: Well, I'm going to ask some questions and I'm going to frame this probably different than the, than the other people on this call because I've got a different perspective that I work with. Like in, in full transparency, When you talk about time to add another paralegal or another attorney or improving operations and getting you out of the weeds or production, I am not going to be the best person to kind of help you navigate that. But you said a couple things that just raised all my flags. So about approximately how many leads you get in a month?
2: Maybe 300.
0: And you have one intake person and then you're looking for a receptionist.
2: Correct. Correct.
0: Okay, well, what's your duties, just real briefly, for your receptionist that you're looking to, to put to place?
2: Answering the phones, answering the door. We are right across the street from the court, so we get walk-in traffic. Keeping the conference rooms clean, tidy, and anything anytime an existing client calls, she can go into the software and be able to give an update where she doesn't have to call me. All new calls will go to the intake person.
0: Gotcha. So sometimes what we tell people is if you become a client of ours, here's a special VIP number, right? You get you, and so it doesn't maybe hit your main number. The other thing, and just as a side note, and this takes a little bit of planning, I guess it deals with a little operations. One of the things that some of our really progressive firms are doing is every week or every two weeks, they're turning their cell phone around and taking a quick video update on the case status and then sending it out to clients, whether anything's happened or not. And that could start with an email. Videos are great. I tell you, they really resonate and they'll actually watch them. And that right there is going to cut down on a lot of your incoming phone calls to your receptionist. With 300 leads that you're getting a month, that is way too much for one intake person. So a receptionist is going to be pure overhead. An intake person is going to be an ATM for your company because one of the things that intake should be doing, and when I say intake, it's code for sales, and I know that can be a dirty word, but that's code for sales, right? Because that's what we're what that's what they're doing. You're paying them to sell an appointment, but and obviously it's contingency or free, but you're, that's their role. But we normally see in a busy office like this, especially with PI, which you kind of what we would call as a model of like hire on intake. Like you want to transfer to and get them hired right now. Right. So much more complicated process than like if you're bankruptcy or family or criminal defense. Right. They're just selling the appointment. They're not going through other areas.
2: I have one disclaimer. Mm -hmm. The majority of the calls come in for criminal law because we were handling criminal. The attorney has now left. So I don't handle. criminal. So the majority of the calls come in for criminal. Now I have my office, I rent out space. I have a criminal defense attorney who rents space for me. So we have, we have a contract in place. Whereas if she signs the lead, I get a percentage of that. That just okay. started in May.
0: Okay. And then my question is, you don't have to discuss that now or reveal it now is what type, how many leads and clients are you handing to this person? Right. Last
2: month, 70. Leads? Yes. 70 so if leads. there are,
0: if they're qualified, if they're worth their weight, and and you can close at the consult, he's probably getting at least 15 to 30 leads uh, clients out of that. That would more than pay for an attorney to replace in, in, in your firm for criminal defense. Just an idea. And that's not a one-minute decision. But I have to tell you, if you're leaving that much money on the table, that can help fix your cash flow. And, and I would hard look at that. The other thing is with the receptionist, I would not get a receptionist. I would get another intake person and put them in the front of your office so they can greet people, so they can make sure the conference room is clean. And so they can, you know, we like to put a little printout. But if you're getting 300 leads, it may be a little hard. Put a printout on, you know, this room reserved for Miss ABC that's coming in for, right? Those different little nuances of an office. They can also answer the phone and then you can put a plan in place to reduce incoming by being more proactive. With talking to people with case updates, and that's all your attorneys, All the i put it in charge of the legal assistance. Attorneys won't do it always, because um, so they're busy. It's like every two weeks, just send them an update. I don't care if there's no update. Uh, they need something from us. So then that receptionist can also transfer calls, that, and I would call them an intake person, and they can act as a receptionist. And because with intake, with sales, they should be making two to three times more outbound calls than receiving inbound calls. And what I'm talking about with that is, what about those people that don't set the appointment or don't want to talk to an attorney right then and there? Are they getting seven to 10 follow-up calls over the next week or two or three by your intake person reaching out saying, hey, I know you you, you were shopping and, and you didn't make a decision because of X. That's why you kind of like need a CRM or a sales mm-hmm. tool to really, so when your intake people are calling them out, they can have talking points, not just checking in. So you can take this uh, second intake person, and they would have more than enough work with the amount of leads that you're coming in because you're spending a lot of money already. If you're generating 300 leads, good for you. You know how many law firms would give the right arm for that? A lot. But now my question is, what are you doing to capitalize and extract the most clients out of those leads than you've ever done before to then fix your cash flow and then hire that criminal defense attorney which i think should be kind of top of your list if you're a, a business owner and 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 you want to profit i think that there's a lot of opportunity there because you've already got the bait in audience that's contacting you and then having that other criminal defense attorney adds more cash flow and then you have two intake people then hire your assistants or talk to chris or rob or arjun about when would be the right timing on that but this i would scrap like i pull my hair out. That's why I'm bald. Every time a law firm tells me they have a receptionist because there's no need for that type of overhead anymore. They should be a salesperson that can also greet the door because you are great location, make sure they're greeted at the door. That's why you now have two and they do overflow and they work together. And then they have the time to call the day before to make sure they're coming to your appointment if you have a consult with them so you don't waste your time.
3: Yeah, then yeah. they have
0: the ability for those people that left your consults that are still sitting on the fence, like, I need to think about it, right? They have the intake people, then can call them and get them to the holy grail, hired later. Like, what you think may be a garbage lead, ah, they left my consult, they'll never hire me. No, they're just not ready to hire you right now. And if your intake person's dealing with 300 leads, even if that's 200 leads, they max out at about 150. If after over 150, they're not making outbound calls. They're not calling the day before for the appointment because they're too busy taking the lowest of hanging fruit. What I'm looking for is the extra things like the frosting, the stuff to extract 5, 10, 15, 20% more clients from your leads already by putting an intake person in there and making sure they're a salesperson and then making sure they're doing that outbound call. And then it's going to help you Picture cash flow, I think an intake person would pay for themselves in two, three, four weeks, and then start generating revenue on top of that. With that many leads, oh, heck yeah. So then what you can do with these webinars and the things that you were doing uh, or want to do, when you get that other attorney, when you can capitalize on some more of those leads, even if you get 200 leads, right? Even if it drops down to 175, you're you're paying, which I'm a big fan of using South American people for intake, but you also, because you're located, you need to have that person in the office to greet them because it, you just have to, right? Yeah. Or else you're going to end up greeting them. And that, that's no good for anybody. Sorry. I know you're a nice person, but nobody wants to do that, right? But all I'm saying is they will pay for your, themselves in spades and then free up ca- or generate cash flow. And then talk to the other experts about, hey, should I get another assistant? Should I get a paralegal? How should I hire this attorney? Can I tell you with that criminal defense? That's like a bucket of gold that you're handing to your subleasing tenant every single month. And I don't care what state you're in. There's no split fees that will even come close to the fact of what you could be garnering from that. And they're calling your firm anyway. You're going to build his practice. And then he's going to go open a shingle and move down and, and, and get the office beside you.
1: Find out how TimeSolve fits your firm. With six different ways to track time, surely one will fit, even on the go. Or quickly estimate flat-fee projects. Batch payments for hundreds of invoices at once with TimeSolve Pay. Getting paid quickly is a great fit. And TimeSolve fits with the other tools you use. QuickBooks, LawPay, NetDocuments, LawRuler, Microsoft, all just plug in. Try TimeSolve free. Get a $100 Amazon gift card when you sign up. Tynesolve.com Nearly 80% of people search for lawyers online. They visit websites and check reviews. If your site doesn't appear in the top search results or it presents poorly, you risk losing clients. That's why you must know how your firm stacks up on Google against the competition. See how your reviews impact clients' decisions and how you can get better results from your site. Get an unbiased marketing performance report in under a minute right now at Grow Law Firm, and that's growlawfirm.com slash unbillable. Once again, growlawfirm.com slash unbillable. So let me let me ask you, Philip, because I mean, that was a lot, um, and I think it was really, really great stuff. But I mean, it sounds like your main, sum, like if I had to summarize your points there, um, is intake is an important role here to manage the number of leads. And then you're, you're recommending a second practice area uh, with criminal defense or third practice area. So let me ask, you used to do criminal defense? My
2: attorney, I had an attorney who was doing criminal defense. Yes, she was doing splitting time between criminal and personal injury. And she strictly does the personal injury now, part-time.
1: One important question that I think we have to ask before you go headlong into opening, reopening that. Cause I mean, obviously from my earlier comments, Having a practice area that delivers cash up front is good, right? That would help to balance out cash flow. It would help to fund the good point ability to grow the other businesses. But the real important question I need to ask here, because of the practice areas you've got, are, are you getting referrals from criminal attorneys? Because as soon as you open up a criminal practice, if you are, if that's if you rely on that to any extent. Those will go away.
2: No, I don't get any referrals from criminal. They were strictly LSA, a Google LSA lead.
1: Okay. It's my caution to everybody always when, when having multiple practice areas is two cautions. One, are you making it difficult to market your firm by, make, by putting a very mixed message out to the world? And two, are you going to screw up referral sources? And in your area, you know, criminal... Defense lawyers could be, and maybe that's one area to grow, a good referral source. So anyway, that's food for thought. You don't have to make that decision right now is what I'm saying. The other thing I have, and everything Philip said was right, but the one thing I do want to be careful about here is I'm not sure we need to fix your pipeline. If production is being overwhelmed, do we need to fix it eventually? Yeah. But as far as priority, I still think regardless that replacing reception with an intake is just smart because you can scale that up, scale that down. Um, It's one, it's a piece of payroll you've already got, may as well make it a more efficient one, right? But turning our attention then back to, you know, what do we need to grow this firm? And you're saying, you know, I'm really happy that we're recovering half of the PI attorney's time for payroll and you're working all the SSI yourself, but that's going to, you know, that's a limiter on growth and it's a a catch-22. It will always be a limiter on growth, and you'll always be struggling for cash flow because you limited your growth, and that the fact that you have a cash flow problem will keep you from hiring, and keeping you from hiring will keep you from processing more cases, which will reduce cash flow or keep, or keep it from growing, which, do you see the treadmill you're on? And so to that extent, another practice area could be brilliant because you otherwise might feel like you're in a box. Like, where do I turn? Like, I can't, I don't have capital. I'm working my uh, my patoot off and it's, you know, I'm just on this treadmill. And uh, where do I break? I mean, and, you know, first of all, you know, congratulations. You're pulling 800 with this team. Well done. That's a great place to be. And the social security stuff should start paying uh, the stuff from 16 months ago. So that should give you some more breathing room. But I would say that the next hire um, from that perspective would be you got to find an attorney who can handle the SSI work. I mean, it takes well well and good. Who's doing the conversion work? Who's actually taking those intake clients and making them uh, intake potential clients and helping them to decide whether to work with your firm?
2: As far as social security, me, I do all the social security consults. Yeah. Personal injury, it's between intake and the paralegal.
1: Okay. Yeah. And I'd rather you stay on the consults and get somebody in to do the production work that's um, key right
0: there. Yeah. Cause that will get um, but, you to where you want to be.
1: Yeah. But you know, and then you get someone to do the production work. You still, you know, reserve half your time for consults and half your time for broadening your marketing capacity, because I am very concerned that you're very linear, you know, that you're all in paid search. I've seen just in the past two months, I've seen Google doing funny things to some of our clients. They've, Without warning, without explanation, for instance, I don't know if you use exact match search versus phrase match search. I don't know. it does it for me? Yeah, but but we've seen them spending more of your money for bad keywords that don't bring business to you that bring bad leads. Um, so if you're seeing your junk spam rate go up, or you know your 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 lead unqualified leads go up, Google's playing dirty. Um, on that side of the fence because volume's down. And so, but Google doesn't like dollars to be down. So they'll go spend your money in a different way. Who is your marketing team?
2: Company called Zillometrics.
1: Okay. Yeah, I don't know them, but so I would ask them about that. Like, have you seen this kind of activity going on there? Rob?
3: I'd love to see your org chart today versus what you'd like the org chart to be tomorrow. Um, And with respect to that, you know, What is your highest and best use? I'm hearing a lot of things, you know, lead attorney, marketing, biz dev, networking, jack of all trades. Sometimes that's okay. A lot of time it is not. So I'd like to see a top-down approach. What is your ideal and highest and best use, your role in the firm? And then let's start delegating down. And that would help me be able to to make that decision of who, who is your next hire? You know, we know all the tasks in the firm who's doing what I'd like to see the play by play a little bit. And also, this was touched upon before your next hire. You know, are you considering it in investments or an expense? So whomever we hire, let's think about will it make the firm or the team more efficient? Will you be able to derive more revenue, more profit? We'd be able to delegate more, which in turn could free up people, including you. Um, and what would be the timeline within which that resource could make an impact in one or more of these areas? You know, are we making, uh, you know, are, are we freeing up resources by making this higher, whichever it may be? Are we going to be able to gain revenue? Or are we going to gain back time, which, as you know, is super valuable? So that's the only thing I would add, some of those higher level questions um I, I would want to take a little bit uh, of a deep dive
0: thank you and to put thank a cherry you. on top of that i loved what chris said always one of your best and highest uses of your time is to take those consults and close the deal and hand it off to the production team so make sure you sketch that out and he also said something i don't want you to miss schedule time for those consults pre-block them in your calendar
2: they are every week i have a block of time strictly awesome. for consults.
0: Thank you for listening. This has been the Unbillable Hour Community Table on the Legal Talk Network.
3: Learn by doing with Practicing Law Institute's award winning on demand interactive programs. Developed by experts in learning design.